Hello everyone and welcome to Primecast episode 19. This is the news and announcements. August was a big month for Privateer Press, starting with Gen Con, where we saw the release of our 20th anniversary commemorative models, Magnus the Unstoppable, and his super heavy warjack Invictus. Magnus and Invictus are currently available exclusively through Privateer Press online store, where all orders over $100 ship for free in North America and to Australia, the EU, and the UK. Also this month, the Dusk House Callis and Southern Creel's Brine Blood Marauders Core Army Starters released in stores. Those starters are available in the Privateer Press online store with the Kador Winter Core Starter that is now back in stock. And for anyone looking to add a little more magic to their Winter Core Army, the Arcanists are now available online as individual unit along with Shock Trooper Gunners. A quick PSA regarding magnets. All of the starters we ship to distribution and retailers are shipped with a corresponding magnet pack for free. Magnets are not included inside the box, so when you purchase a starter from your favorite local game store, be sure not to leave without your magnet pack. For Iron Kingdom's Adventurers, we also released the Science of Destruction DLC this week. Be sure to check that out and get an inside look at the Golden Crucible. And it won't be long now before there's something new for everybody. Character Warjack kits, along with the House Callis Warjacks and Hazaroth, ship this month. We'll announce the street date as soon as everything finishes, shipping to distributors and retailers. Thank you all for listening to the news and announcements. As always, feel free to snip this and add it to any of your own podcasts or media. Let's roll those drums. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Primecast. I'm joined by the captain of the ship, none other than Matt Wilson himself, and I'm so excited to bring him onto the show again. Matt, how you doing? Doing great. Doing great. How are you? I'm great. It's always good to have you back because I know at the end of this, I'm going to be on the edge of my seat and I hope everyone else will be too. Let's let's see what we can do about that. Speaking of the edge of your seat, what's up, man? We have been through quite a month. It's been been quite a month. August always is. Uh, Lots of things going on this past month. Of course, Gen Con was the main event. Um, Mm -hmm. And now that we're, you know, we're recording on what the first of September here, it seems like it was months ago. (laughs) man when a month seems like months ago you know you've had quite a haul so what are some of the highlights from gen con i didn't get to go this year and much to my chagrin i only got to watch but the pictures looked awesome it was great the events were great it was exciting to see our second legendary event go off i think you're getting a recap of all that from lauren and charles later so i'm not going to steal their thunder on that but we also had our 20th anniversary commemorative war machine release there magnus the unstoppable and invictus which is Awesome. Uh, arguably even more exciting was that we managed to have both the uh, House Callus and Brian Blood Marauder starters at the show. And then as of last week, they're also now in stores. It's so awesome. So House Callus, Brian Bloods, I just finished painting my first Magnus. I'm starting on my second Magnus because, you know, I got to have one for every faction. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about the new stuff. Yeah, well, I mean, I know a lot of people have been patiently or maybe not so patiently waiting for the release of House Callus. It's been it's been a long time coming. It's nice to get that full quartet of War Machine armies out there. And it's also great to finally have some Warlocks and War Beasts on the table. And we know Hordes players have been eagerly awaiting the Brine Bloods. All goes well. We're going to see the Chimera Shadowflame Shard previewing very soon, too. 
Oh, man, I can't wait. The art that we shared on the last Primecast Plus was so epic. And between that and the house, Kellis, it seems like all my social media feeds are at war with elves. <laughs> yeah, that's the that was the artwork for the expansion box. Ooh, yeah. exciting. So we should actually see the preview battle group in the app this month. And then a little later this fall, we'll have the whole starter in there, which is pretty exciting. They're a really neat army. We got a little wild with their war beast, especially that Hydrix with its three heads. And then the character version has five heads. <laughs> and then they have a, you know, a big 80 millimeter solo like everybody else. It is going to be very satisfying for any fans of draconic things. Having got to play test them, they're really exciting. There's so much going on. And if the models match up to the modularity of these monsters, it's going to be intense. I can't wait to see that 80 millimeter solo. We're going to have to take a peek soon. It's, it's exciting. Exciting. We'll so, we've got Trollkin Pirates uh, versus Dragon Ninjas. We did Pirates versus Ninjas. <laughs> yes, we did Pirates versus Ninjas. Um, like you've never seen them before, I think. Amazing. So when can I get that app update? Well, let's see. On the subject of the app, we are finally getting very close to the desktop client support. It's actually running on my laptop right now as we speak. Oh, um, snap. Yeah, we had to navigate some tricky stuff for a desktop installation that we didn't have to ever deal with before on the mobile side. But that part is done, and we're just doing our internal testing of it right now. The app developer is tied up for the next week or so. But around the middle of this month, we're hoping that the desktop feature goes live. And then that will pave the way for us to quickly get the print to PDF function running that we know a lot of people are eager to have access to. That is going to be a great feature to have. Uh, but meanwhile, we've got new stuff in the app every week. Fiction, scenarios, campaigns. I can't wait to see where things are going to go in the storyline. Like That has just been epic. Yeah, every Wednesday, there's something new to look forward to. And we're working on a lot of fiction right now. I'm wrapping up the Dead on Arrival story arc that sort of introduces House Callus into the, the whole conflict. And then we're kicking off two new stories this month with Emergence, which is being written by Eric Rearson. And it sets up the origins of the Shadow Flame Shard. Nice. Uh, and then later in the month, we're going to drop the first part of Aaron Rudell's next epic series, Dragonfall. Dragonfall. Now that is a name, and that sounds exciting. Wait, isn't that the name of the legendary event that was just announced for Warfare Weekend? It is indeed. Yeah, we're, we're connecting all the dots now. So Dragonfall is going to be a, a big, huge story arc with massive world-changing stakes. And the Dragonfall event at Warfare Weekend is actually going to decide how the storyline ends, which will in turn have a direct impact on something players or some players are going to have access to next year. Basically, the favor of a dragon's champion is up for grabs, and our legendary event conclusion and the storyline and even future model releases are all intertwined. Oh my gosh. Show me another game that does it. Show me another game that brings it this hard. I absolutely love it. This sounds epic. I got to go to Warfare Weekend. <laughs> well, we'll be, we'll be talking a lot more about it in the weeks to come as we head towards Warfare Weekend. So anyone who's thinking about going or is planning to be there should get signed up for the Dragonfall event before it fills up. I know it's filling up quick. Does it get any bigger than that? Not in this episode. Let's roll the drums.
Hello, everyone, and welcome back. In this segment, I am joined with Travis and Lauren from Privateer to talk about their experience at Gen Con and the legendary event that we just had going on. How are you two doing today? Great. Fantastic Friday to be recording. Absolutely. Yeah, lots of fun. Got back from Gen Con, rested up, and happy to talk about it and what the future is going to hold. Nothing oh, yeah. like that post Gen Con rest. You literally just like die for a few days and then are resurrected. Like, like the grave. Yeah. <laughs> it is. It is an event that's. Uh, it's a lot of work for the staff, but it's also one of those events that is like the marquee event for for me. And uh, one of the the uh, things that was expressed at the convention is we normally have these post day hangouts where a lot of staff just hangs out and Mm -hmm. talks shop and uh we get to do some crazy brainstorming that we normally don't get to do because we're all kind of spread around the country a bit where it's like we don't get to hang out with doug all the time i don't get to hang out with the staff all the time so it's a lot of fun uh just talking shop and uh enjoying the the post con kind of feel and the the post day kind of feel because the big thing for me is the cons energize us so much seeing everyone there's a lot of great positive reinforcement and and that that's an energy that we feed on and it's really awesome it sounds like you had a lot of fun i know last time i was there i think my pedometer was like you have uh made a bajillion steps i'm gonna stop counting you should just numbers don't go that high it's not gonna right (laughs) it just starts giving me algorithms after that Right, one walk between the events area to the booth and back, and you're like, "Oh, I've reached my steps for the day." Oh, you've set a new record. Oh, <laughs> seems to put my steps into scientific notation. I don't know what's happened. Uh, it's right. true. The convention hall is huge, and then to go from like the booth to the play area to the vendors, it's there's so much to see, uh, and I definitely want to get into the highlights. So you were both there for the legendary event. Yeah, well, why don't we kind of give a, a little bit of an overview here? The Summer of Plunder itself was a was the second part of our 2023 Legendary Event Series. It started at Adepticon, and it'll finish at Warfare Weekend this year. Uh, at Adepticon, we had the Battle of Blackroot, where the Iron Kingdom's allies fought back against an invading force, trying to cleave its way into Kardov. The battle ended in a stalemate, with both sides fighting valiantly to no clear victor. However, during the Summer of Plunder here at Gen Con, uh, the invaders managed to overcome both the defending Defender Alliance and the newcomers, the Plunderers, as they battled along Sigdar's coast in an effort to take out the defenses and carve out the southern beachhead. And this will give the invaders a large advantage in the upcoming conclusion at Warfare Weekend, Dragonfall. So it'll be our biggest and most ambitious narrative event to date. Oh, and snap. It's going to be amazing. Yeah. Uh, so very excited if you want to see anything about the narratives definitely go to a uh, warfare weekend and play in that event. But also what we had at the summer of plunder was really uh, a really great time. There was three separate tables that uh, Lauren was uh, able to run the different teams through. And they had a lot of fun storming a beachhead, then invading a town and culminating with a fort battle. Yeah. And each day they fought on a different map, kind of progressing through the town, ending where they were all trying to fight their way back through the city. Uh, the defenders and plunderers both trying to get out with as much as they could before the, the invaders just completely took over. The pictures yeah. reminded me of like the fiction straight out of the app. Like This is them living out those battles in the cities. It looked epic. 
Oh, absolutely. It's a completely different experience when you can tell a story directly with people and have them build on it. And later on, there's going to be fiction tied along with this where the events are kind of going to be touched on by what people have done in the games, even to a degree. Uh, or, I mean, their choices will have decided how the fiction plays out is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. And you're going to see that in September um, on the lead up for uh, the Dragonfall event. And like it was it was really neat to watch people all weekend come by and stop and look at those tables. And they, they were our marquee event. They were fantastic tables. They were a ton of fun to play on. Lauren and I did a lot of brainstorming to make them fun and to make that progression of a storyline be really great. And I think everyone that played had a great time. They came home with some of our convention exclusive prize support, which people got a, a taste of at Adepticon with some defenses being released early through that. I'm so uh, jealous. That just released early. Uh, exclusive to privateer press uh, supported events you won't be able right. to get those uh pirates themed defenses any other way than through price support this year so at adepticon players had the first taste of some of the convention exclusive uh price support that we've offered we're giving the defenses out early for that one and then at gen con the pirate defenses made their debut and players got to as they played through the event, got pirate defenses, and we also had the new pirate objectives. Yeah, that the, the pirates' defenses and objectives will be just like normal defense kits and later on objectives kits, but they're going to be themed specifically. And these these kind of price supports you'll only be able to get through privateer press run events or supported events. Yeah, so conventions that you go to, uh, for example, I know Nova has some. Uh, which is going on as we're recording. So those folks will have received awesome prize kits and future events. So definitely there's we just had a, a, a big 20 person event up here at Mox where we gave away some of those too. So have your Absolutely. stores or uh, tournament organizers contact us if they need some support. Absolutely. And front desk at privatepress.com is going to be an easy way to get it forwarded to the right person. And uh, most likely, I think it might actually be you, Lauren. But yeah, uh, that's me. <laughs> and uh, we'll help you out. But it's they're really cool. Uh, everyone I've talked to has been super excited about seeing them and looking at them. And they they're very characterful. They have so much flavor to them, and they're they're very exciting and awesome to have. And I I look forward to what Dragon Falls are going to look like, or if we're doing something different, or if we're doing the same. Well, it's, but, it's still going to be the pirate theme. That's for the year. That's right. Uh, um, but I'm looking forward to what the next cycle looks like because they're going to be freaking cool. Oh, we already have some ideas. Uh, <laughs> they're going to be but... freaking cool. I love it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yep. Oh, yeah. And people are wondering what an objectives kit is. That may be a surprise tool uh, that we will use next year. Stay tuned for more uh, in a further Primecast. Nice. Yeah, we're, exciting. we're excited about changes we're doing to make things neat so that's yeah definitely future prime cast but yeah people got their first taste of it got to see them got to receive some for playing in the events uh we also had a number of other events that were attended and uh greatly enjoyed by folks we had a iron gauntlet qualifier for warfare weekend we had a narrative for warcaster monpok kingdom's requiem events uh to speak quickly about some of these the warcaster mm -hmm. event uh was taking over a planet and i'm forgetting what the name of the planet was but the players were um fighting on this planet trying to take locations and void wraiths which were represented with the that. squiddy factotums, totems, yeah, yeah came into play and were spawning out of enemy gates and uh wrecking uh but like a neutral monster kind of on the table 
fighting their way through things. So that was very interesting uh, for them to experience and have fun with. And that might be something that we're, we're, we're working on trying to like solidify the rules to possibly release those. We're not sure yet what we're doing with that, but we're attempting. Uh, But then the monster apocalypse one, um, we had conveniently enough equal numbers of destroyers and protectors. Uh, So we split them into teams and had round Robin through it. And the event was the destruction of, or salvation of Gen Con itself. So the, players right exactly so it was actually it felt very themed to uh the weekend mm-hmm. and players destroyed first the the destroyers won the whole thing but they first destroyed the events area then they took their rampage to the uh venue hall and destroyed everything but the <laughs> private press headquarters then the finale the finale type thing was the destruction of private press's booth itself uh, uh, it was terrible you can't, you can't imagine the cleanup effort after right. our booth is completely stomped on uh by monsters right. it's, it's those dirty kaiju <laughs> right and so the the players got a really neat prize out of this as well there is a convention exclusive convention uh, center con- convention center building uh that they had so it was is very neat for us to do this kind of prize support for the different events that is really neat and fun. And that's really where we're we're trying to go with a lot of our stuff is these things that you don't normally see at your local game store. Uh, We want these events to be a little bit more, I'll say special uh, Mm -hmm. for players to, to enjoy and to not like it's things that you normally don't see. So it was a lot of fun to have that. Something you can't get in your local game store necessarily. Exactly. Uh, Something, something to make the journey out to, you know, that kind of thing. And then awesome. the, the Requiem... Pl- oh, go ahead. No, I was just... I I love listening to the two of you. Having you on Primecast is such a treat because you're just back and forth and talk about everything. And I'm just like, oh, this is great. I get to listen to it for once, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. I'm, I'm, and, in, I'm just grinning ear to ear. So go on, go on. And some of the fun stuff is... Uh, I think it was last year people said this, but this happens nearly every year. Uh, when we're doing Requiem events... Uh, the players are just kind of blown away to play in those events. And last year, one of the, the players came up to our HQ area and said, can we give like uh, a thank you or appreciation for the, the runner of our demo and the the event? And I'm like, yeah, but that, you know, that was Matt Getz, right? That was the, the writer. And there's like, what? And had like that deer in the headlights look. And I'm like, yeah, no, he's right over there. Go talk to him. You can tell him yourself. And that's a, an added treat for attending some of these events is to actually get to play with the the architect of Requiem in these events and experience the story. It's so much fun to watch him go. Most yeah. definitely. His events are always super special. Well, this episode has been super special. Is there anything else you want want to get out of your system about Gen Con? Any last bits of excitement we can squeeze before we well, move on to I the mean, last? I guess segment? I feel I feel like I have to ask Travis. What was your favorite like mm-hmm. moment from the War Machine oh, events? I would say watching just the glee. Like for me, it's it's seeing the events fire off and people having a lot of fun during them. Um, one of the things that I actually think was really neat and is something that I'm going to see, hopefully see in the future more, is for our Iron Gauntlet qualifier, a player went the day before because it was on Friday for the Iron Gauntlet qualifier. On Thursday, they bought the Dusk Army box that we had available in our booth. 
and bought Magnus and Invictus. Assembled it in like an hour. And they're just like, we were just talking shop and hanging out. And it maybe took like an hour or two for them to get it fully assembled. But it was really just putting models on bases. And they assembled it. We played a game. I ran them through a demo uh, just to be like, here's the refresher for Mark IV rules. Here's what you need to know. And then the next day, he played with that army. It was the new okay. models. Oh, man. That, that first day, when we were first running the narrative event, the con had been open for two hours, and there were already four Magnus and Invictuses on the table. <sighs> yeah. And I'm like, what is happening? <laughs> yep. And it, it's so neat to to see the the models and the engineering that goes into these models and how easy they are to set up and assemble. And not now the assembly is nearly not a thing. Um, but to get them on the table and get them played, like, like Lauren said, there were three or four Invictuses day one, an hour in. So it was, it was really neat to, to be part of that and to see that and to, to watch people kind of have that glee, uh, for playing the new stuff right away. Oh man. How many past conventions have all of us gone to where we show up and all the hardcores are like waiting in line so that they can get the first boxes. Right. And then yep. the first thing they do that night, they're in the hotel rooms and they're building and some of them are painting and like, you'll see a fully painted like army the next day. I remember yep. like when convergence came out, when retribution came out, like that next day we were seeing painted armies and it's so awesome to see that level of excitement and commitment from those players like i'm always in awe i'm just like you know mad respect to all the painters who could yeah. paint that fast uh not only that but all the painters that show up to our events i always love seeing all you guys' beautiful art oh absolutely table. that's that... that's my that's probably my favorite part was seeing all the the amazing paint jobs there were a number of awesome painted armies uh we got to experience as well thomas's Thomas Grable's uh, Riot Quest board. He made the 3D Thunderhead Fortress. Oh, yeah, he brought that back. He, he had that at Adepticon, too. He did. Yeah, and cool. I think it'll most likely be at Warfare Weekend. So if you haven't had a chance to experience that, bring your Riot Quest crew and throw down with him because he would have a great time with that. His board is gorgeous. It's it a really lot is. of fun. Um, I'm just amazed by like that creativity and that that excitement that people bring with their unique things. So that's something that like if you have a chance and you have an idea of doing something like that, Go ahead. It, it, the excitement and the 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 pure like emotional feedback we get from that, and like the the energy that we we gain from that is so nice, and it's so cool to see. I'm still riding the Magnus and Invictus hype train. Like I. <laughs> I must have been order zero zero one through the shoot. I was literally clicking the link, like, come on, come on to get it. <laughs> and then it arrived lickety split too. Like it was a few days and boom, it was on my doorstep. And then the model is gorgeous for Magnus himself to be one piece. And then Invictus to be, I think six pieces total. Yeah. The model goes together in like three minutes. It was the, so much detail. It, it was so good. So yeah. Uh, anyone that gets a chance to check out the new kits, um, they are gorgeous. They're fantastic. The Brine Blood and Dusk starters and the Magnus Invictus were just like mind bogglingly awesome. Yes, they were and still are. Yes. So I would love to veer left here and take a stop in the Shop Talk Town. Every once in a while, I have the opportunity to bring on some players and just talk about what's going on in their head. What are they enjoying? What are they playing? What's caught their eye? And we just, you know, we're talking about Magnus and Invictus a second ago. So I know that's probably on some people's minds, too. Lauren, what has been on your table lately? What are you playing? What are you enjoying? 
Well, I picked up some Brine Bloods at uh, Gen Con with everybody else. Uh, and I've been having a lot of fun play, uh, painting them. I've only gotten one game in so far, but I How'd have that go? deep need to play painted. So I'm terrible like that. Oh, same, but, same. <laughs> but I'm having a lot of fun painting them up. Uh, there's just so many, so much details on that model. There are 10 unique sculpts on their base units alone. So two, fav, two five-man units, 10 unique sculpts between it. It's like to try to to simplify the painting. It doesn't exist for Brian Bloods. You are, each model is individual, each model is unique. It's, it's I mean, a practical. Like fun to paint. That? I don't get bored with the same grunt over and over again. Right. I mean, I can't knock them out in like 20 minutes. Like I can some armies, but... Uh... Well, and the, even <laughs> speaking of that, like, I remember days when we have, like, 10 to 20 man units, and you're just right. like, oh, goody, I get to paint the same model seven times. Right. And now it's like, hey, it's quick, it's clean, you just throw them on a base, and the three unique sculpts really pop. I like the new unit formations, and boy, do I like painting them. It's, oh, yeah. It is the cognitive load to get your army fully painted, and, like, the cognitive effort to do that is so low in this edition and it's it's so nice i 10 man units were always the bane of my existence in previous editions <laughs> and five man and three man units are so much nicer it's a treat it it doesn't feel as daunting to paint uh right. i definitely have that if my my shelf of shame gets too big less stuff gets painted overall but i've, I've been super excited to tackle this yeah absolutely how, how about you travis I am still working on my Italian charter for uh, WTC. So in October, I'll be flying out to Denmark and playing. Lucky, lucky. Oh, thank you. Uh, playing most likely Bartolo and Fiona. I've got the Bartolo list fully painted, but that list was the easy list because it was all the Warjacks and like six solos. So that was the easy list. Uh, now I have to paint. 20 press gangers, 20 sea dogs, and probably 10 extra press gangers and 10 extra sea dogs each. Um, <laughs> because the list has so much recursion to it uh, that I have to paint like nearly four full units of Mark III setup sea dogs and press gangers. So I've got this really neat plan in place. This is part of what makes it daunting in me is I set up my squads to have a unique color each. So I've got purple, red, green, and orange. And each unit is going to have that color incorporated into their cloth some way. Hmm. Then for the extra ones, they're going to all be neutral. I'm not going to have a color associated with them. But I put, I took um, like a penny nail or like a half inch brass nail and drilled it into the back of their base and went and bought beads like um necklace beads like children's mm -hmm. type craft beads took out 20 of each color so i've got the purple orange red green and i stick those on the back of the base to mark which models in which unit so now i don't have to buy extra guys models for each unit more grunts and paint them a specific color i can have them generic and have that bead on the back to tell me which unit they're in so it actually helps my opponents out uh, which is really nice. My my locals were were giving me grief when they couldn't tell any of the forty guys apart ever. <laughs> and then when I started adding guys to it, they're like, I don't know who's who. And it's like, yeah, that's kind of what happens with this list. Uh, but now it's a lot easier. You can quickly identify which ones are which. Uh, but now it's just painting the sixty odd press gangers and sea dogs. Nice. So that's what I'm working on. I'm having a lot of fun with it. 
uh, Italian Treaders, a ton of fun. Kind of uh, biding my time until Chimera comes out because that's that's going to be probably the faction I jump into next. Uh, I've one seen of the... some of the early sculpts, Travis. They're they're pretty. How I'm so jealous. Um, Absolutely gorgeous, and I, it seems like we got a theme here. So Lauren, troll pirates, Travis, regular human. pirates, human, human pirates, yeah. human pirates. <laughs> Oh, I love it. Can you guess what my other my other army that I've been painting before this is? And it's 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 Black Fleet, so Satanic nice. Pirates. So we've got the pirates angle. Well, I'm playing Orgoth Sea Raiders, so it is just full long boat battles. Let's go. Like, and Charles is painting Italian Charter. Like him and I are commiserating on the number of models that we're painting. So it's all it's all it's pirates. Almost like work for Privateer Press. Yeah, we all love pirates in some way, shape, or form. So good. It's definitely year of the high sea battles. And uh, so I'm I'm going to have a little fun with it. And we have some new seasons coming up. We got the spooky season right around the corner. So I'll probably like bust out the Grimkin. I'm thinking about doing like my own longest night or some kind of like Halloween party at our local game store where like I just play the big bad evil guy and play like all my infernals or all of my grimkin and see how many players it takes to take me down so manual a question for you oh I like so you don't questions. get to skip the questions what was your first thought or first thoughts upon seeing zacchaeus oh man so many like first off that art looks amazing absolutely incredible i cannot wait to see it on the table and if it is even a little taste a little crumb of where grimkin are going or what's going on or even just hope that they're there it i mean i jumped out of my seat and applauded i was like yeah this is what i'm talking about i want more of this so a, a slight little story is uh when we're sitting around like the the post gen con day kind of things matt was like travis have you heard about this new concept that we had i'm like no and it just felt like he was dying to tell me. And yeah, he had this like child, childlike glee on his face when he showed me the art. And I'm like, you gotta be kidding me. This is what's coming next. Yes. And it the the mixture between Jack Frost and riding a, a giant were hair or just giant hair in general. <laughs> uh, down, with a big old scythe down the mountainside. You gotta be just ah, it's so good. Such a cool model. It is. And so Grimkin, I love the name. Everything about it is just, it's so weird and neat. And so great question. Thank you for asking that because I am overhyped for that model. Me too. <laughs> I can't wait for all the mercs. Like the the people going crazy over Madame Moriarty. Um, what was it? The new Gregor. Boom, I can't say this wrong. Gregor, Gregor Boomhauler. Boom yep, that mm -hmm. one. Uh, Belagol. Like all of them. They're so good. Even seeing uh, new Nisak, uh, the uh, Totem Hunters champion, like all of that's so good and they're so flavorful. And I'm really excited for those to actually get into people's hands. So that's going to be really exciting. It's so funny. I'll, I'm, you know, playing a focus heavy war machine faction and then the hordes mercenaries comes out and I look at one of them and I go, I think I'm going to buy a whole new faction now. I think, yep. am I a horde? Am I new? Am I hordes player now? Yep. I guess so. Like, I love that feeling. I love that excitement to see even just a single model and think I have to play it. Right. And people can build their armies and themes around. It. It's so great. It's, it's awesome. I'm, I'm so excited for the new stuff and what we're producing. It's, it's really cool. Without a doubt. Well, I think that brings us to the end of Primecast town. Do either of you have any parting shots you want to talk about? Uh, for one, 
come see us at Warfare Weekend. Uh, oh, yeah. Come play in the events. Uh, sign up we'll have... open now. You can that's, still sign up for it. Let us that's know. absolutely yeah, and uh, definitely sign up for the Dragonfall event. Uh, there is something happening for that event that will blow people's minds, and I cannot wait to see it. Um, and it's oh, really hard Matt not to talk about it now. a little bit. Matt, Matt kind of spoiled a little bit in the last segment. He said somebody's getting a dragon's favor, if I recall correctly. Now I can like play it back, and I'm pretty sure that's what he said. Someone's yeah, that'd be awesome. What? What? Yeah. What? That I was mean, uh... you can't you can't have Dragonfall in the name and that involve dragons in some way, shape, or form. <laughs> I I feel like people need to understand that dragons dragon an Wait. amount of dragon will happen. An amount yeah. of dragon will happen. That is how everything shall be measured from now on. How much would you like two dragons, please? I would like an one... amount of dragon this high. <laughs> and it's it's one of those things that uh, we should have as a topic afterwards that genesis of the idea because just hearing about like how we came up with it and everything else about it will be really neat like that's something that we should definitely should talk about once it gets more known well it seems like that is a great note to end on travis lauren thank you so much for being on the show and taking the time to talk with everybody about gen con listeners for having us i was talking your ear off yeah, i love you. it you're you're great, and it's always I'm always glad to have you on. Please come back again soon, so we can have more awesome shop talk like this. Oh, happy to let us know whenever you want us to have us on. Yeah, right every here. episode, Lauren. Uh, <laughs> all right, well, there has to be some to the... li- limit to <laughs> this insanity, but uh... Uh, yeah, absolutely. I don't know that everybody could take this every episode, but. Thank you, listeners. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in and listening to us shop talk and listening to us share that excitement about the recent conventions. Let's take that excitement and go all the way to Warfare Weekend. There's so much hype for it. I cannot wait to see everybody there. We'll see you there. Want to say roll drums? Oh, roll drums. (laughs) Lauren's so casual. Oh, roll drums. No problem. (laughs)